So, um, what are your favorite moped sounds? Racket! <laughs> I don't know, like, touch a flower, is it moving? Like, no, nah, feel free locked up. Sounds like you're fucked, dude. Yo, what's going on? What's up? Welcome to Open Money Podcast. We're back. Another week. Episode 179. Damn. That is the correct number. <laughs> I'm with it this week. I got it. I'm on there. I'm on top of it. Uh, shout out Trash Pandas. They did their rally this weekend. Their first one. Uh, looked cool. They had a looked like they had a good time. You know? So, shout out to everyone who went to that. You know? Uh, Georgia. Doing the thing. Savannah. Uh, yeah. So we're here, we're back, we're riding mopeds and playing the game. If you've never listened to us before, this is a podcast about mopeds and all the good and bad things that go with it. The, people, the politics. The politics, the, the clubs, the drama, the, drama, the bikes, the parts, <laughs> the gossip, <laughs> the good times, the bad times. Yeah, it's all good. It goes where it goes. I got my good buddy Justin with us from the Rebel Rousers Moped Club and our phone guest, Laura Lake. That's that's I only know you from the internet. Like yeah, it's only, I've only like, seen you we met in real life a couple of times and we've been at rallies together and like I You wanted to say my Instagram name. Yeah, yeah. That's, I can feel it. <laughs> that's always what it's like. But uh I always like kind of think of you as like the girl with the fit. Like you always have like the perfect fit to the moped. Like always outfitted out at the rally, ready to go. And I'm like, yes. Yeah, she's killing it. Full full like swag. My clothes or my moped itself. The the clothes. The the fit. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, yeah, the, the full drip. the full yeah, the, the full drip. drip to match the bike every time. I love it. <laughs> I like to match, I do. Yeah. I have a theme going. <laughs> so you wanna uh I guess tell everyone who you are and where you're from. Um, my name's Laura and I live in Brooklyn, New York. Um and I've lived here about six years. I used to live in San Francisco, but I got into mopeds when I moved here. Kind of. I first rode a moped in San Francisco. Ooh. I feel like you have to tell everyone you're like how I got into moped story. Yeah, that's kind yeah. of that's kind that's of the, the podcast. That's, that's kind the of the, that's kind of the yeah. whole yes, like the full podcast story, like your tale, how you got in it. So people can be like, ooh, I can relate. I got in something similar, like some form of similar kind of way. But yeah, so your first ride was Should in San was, What's up? Should I tell my story? Oh, um, that, that's what we're here for. I want to hear the story, dude. All eyes on you. So I moved to, I lived in San Francisco for a while, but I didn't ride bikes there, which now I have like FOMO because I feel like it'd be so fun to ride there. But obviously I first got into them here. And um, the first summer after I lived here, I moved or I went back to San Francisco to visit to work like a music festival. And I hit up one of my old friends, this guy, Ryan, who's in Creatures, and he's like a big moped person. And for me, I didn't even really know what they were. But we were hanging out, and he's like, yeah, come to my garage and ride mopeds. So I rode, and I was like, okay, I'm obsessed. I need to get a moped. But I live in New York, so I don't know anyone. And he's like, oh, remember Ashley? And Ashley yeah. and I knew each other because she worked at a bar with someone I knew. And so I texted her and I was like, hey, I'm moving to New York or I live in New York now and I really want to get into mopeds and I forgot that you ride. And she was like, oh, I'm living in Philly right now. So 
she's like, I'm like, okay, damn it. Well, someday I'll find these people and I'll definitely be able to get into mopeds. And one day I was like at a bar, like a karaoke bar that mm-hmm. I've never been to <laughs> with this like coworker of mine who's like, yeah, let's go do karaoke after work. It was like two o'clock in the morning <laughs> and it was like this shitty dive bar karaoke place called Sing Sing. Nice. And it happens to be like all moped people. What? Like everyone works there. Yeah. So like, obviously they get their friend's job and like, it's like a great place, but it's also like really like, it's like really divey. Yeah. So I was talking about mopeds with this coworker of mine and the bartender overheard me and was like, were you just talking about mopeds? And I'm like, yeah, I really, really, really want to get a moped. So like, unlike most people who get a moped and then like find the community, mm-hmm. I like hit the jackpot and like found the community before I even had a bike. <laughs> yeah. so he's like, yeah, I'll add you to this group chat. And, and we'll like get you on a bike. So I'm like texting all these like random people in the WhatsApp and, uh, or I mean, group me. Yeah. And I remember them being like, Hey Laura, like what bike do you have? I'm like, I don't have a bike, but I really want one. And I remember Duve saying something like, like, why do you want to get a bike? And I was like, well, I just want to do hood rock shit with my friends. Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Well, you're in. Yeah. You're well, in. <laughs> so they were like, hanging out on a Saturday and like, I don't know anything about the scene, like or about bikes. So they're like, yeah, we're all going to get together at our garage and like work on bikes. So like, I'm like, okay, what is this going to be like? Like I was kind of nervous and I was like, I definitely should bring beer. <laughs> and I like also had like baked that day. Like I made like fresh focaccia or something. And I was like, I'll just drink this bread I made. So it's like a Saturday morning. I'm wearing a all red jumpsuit. Because, you know, I like my fist. Yeah. Like a full red long sleeve jumpsuit. Terrific. And I like, they're like in bed And I lived in Greenpoint. It was kind of a commute. So I had like two 12 packs of beer and like this focaccia in my backpack. <laughs> and I like walk up to this garage and I'm like, hi, <laughs> my name is Laura. Like I'm here for the hangout, like the moped hangout. And they're like, who the fuck is this person? It was so funny. And I met like, Peter, dude, like all the people in New York, yeah, you know, up jet, like literally Parker was there. Like it was literally the moped people in New York. Yeah. And I had no idea like what I was doing. I was like, I just want to ride mopeds. Um, yeah. So everybody remembers that they're like, yeah, you're some weirdo with like fresh focaccia. Like <laughs> so you didn't understand that's tight though. Um, you, you pulled up like ready to ready to get it get after it. it was like, so yeah, I got the beer, I got the snacks, like let's get it. Yeah, they were like, This chick's cool, she brought beer. That's and all you need. I, That's all you uh, need. Yeah. Honestly, at the old second stroke, they'd be like, Yeah, Laura's the only one who pays us because I would bring beer. <laughs> like, yeah, I thought that's what you're supposed to do. Yeah, so a- yeah, I really got like a lot of like and then when I found a bike like I had people offering to go pick it up in the Bronx and stuff like it's kind of hard to like moped you know so like mm-hmm. I felt like I was really lucky because I had a lot of people like willing to help me also yeah. like a girl in the moped community they're like yeah what do you need you know they're <laughs> nice to you yeah easy it's sick like we had I, ha- I actually had Ashley on the podcast a couple weeks ago like episode 173 <laughs> And I'm like, I listened to my friend. <laughs> I was like, oh, sick. Like, actually, like, it's so funny. Like, the like when I, like, find how all these, how, because our community is still small. Like, 
mopeds is like nationwide. And I'm like, and we hype it up. We're like, yeah, it's everywhere. Every city we're doing mopeds, but really it's really small. And to yeah. hear how like all of us connect to different people from different States. It's like so funny to me. Yeah. It's awesome. I feel like I could like randomly be like, I want to go to Georgia or whatever. And, and like, that's mopeds the thing. People- you can, you can, that's the beauty of exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah. Like I'm actually think it's cool. when people are like, yeah, I went to this random rally. I was like, that's kind of sick. Like, <laughs> I would do that maybe. Yeah. But I just feel like you know, I low key. I just wish I like had all the time just to just drop into all the smaller rallies, like in the random state that you would never go to, like exactly. the rally that's like fifty people, like twenty people. Like, yeah, I'm trying to show up at that one and be like, yeah, yeah exactly. What, what's up with this town? It's like a, but then they like let you lend you bikes and stuff. It feels like, I don't know. It's like definitely a welcoming community. And I was thinking about this recently because I started another hobby, which is roller skating. Mm-hmm. Like I'm any real life. I feel like, yeah. but, um, the one thing about mopeds is like, I really authentically feel like there isn't gatekeeping and like, even like roller skating, there's like weird gatekeeping. I'm like, okay, this is dumb. But for yeah. mopeds, like I've never once encountered that. And I like, appreciate that about mopeds everybody's trying to like get more people into it instead of like hiding this like oh this is my cool hobby that you can't be into i like that vibe about mopeds it's like it's so small it's like i feel if we're if we're not trying to make it open and like inclusive and like like trying to sucker everyone into doing this thing with us that it's just gonna die because it's so small already it's like we have to be like Oh, you, you like mopeds? You want to try a moped? Here, try the try the try this moped. Like we're so like adamant. Yeah. Like, Here, try it, try it, try it, ride it. Yeah, ride, ride it, my ride derby. It, ride my derby. Yeah, just he make said. someone ride it, and then they're like, they get a smile on their face, and they come back, and you're just like, yes, they're hooked. I got got another I one. Like the only reason you lose people in mopeds is like they are hard. Like they're. I live in New York. I don't mm-hmm. like. I'm envious of other people. I think of like me being like an old lady like retired and I'm like oh I'll have space for my mopeds and like it'll be easier like because I feel like they're really annoyingly hard in New York Mm -hmm. and I know you want to talk about me getting my moped stolen which is like one of the things like in New York you're (laughs) thinking about like it's a lot like they're just harder to ride here so it does feel special like if it's a sunny day I'm like okay I gotta ride my moped like I feel like something I have to do, like working out. It's like, I have to maintain, I got, I got to get on my moped. Yeah. That's just how I feel. But like, how is it for storage for you? Like, do you have somewhere to keep it? Like how, how are you guys storing your bikes? Cause I know some people so are struggling. I, so I like, I moved from Greenpoint to, to Bushwick. And like, I definitely like had to go on, on Craigslist looking for a garage. Like everything's expensive. But another moped person got me into this like clicker garage and mm-hmm. it's like five minutes from my house walking. So nice. now I like want to move out of my apartment. And I'm like, well, where am I going to put my mopeds? Like maybe I would just keep them there. But yeah, it's like, it's really a struggle here because you have to, it's just navigating all of it's a lot harder. Yeah. And like, we've had some really bad thefts. Like it's been really bad. Like, people have gotten their garage broken into and like 12 bikes stolen, oh, like all of their bikes. Yeah. Remember Dylan? Mm-hmm. Yep. And it's like, so, so and it's, so your city is so big. It's like, 
I know Dove got his stolen recently, and like, and then he yeah. found it that just like walking. That video was crazy. That video was nuts. I've seen it. Yeah, someone. So if you guys don't know, keep on the internet. Dove from Upjet got his moped stolen, a Magnum X, and there's like a full video that like some neighbor took of the guy like breaking the lock, throwing the lock across the street. He should have went and stopped the motherfucker, grabbing man. the bike, on, man. riding away with it on a bicycle in the, right. in the moped right. beside him. The damnest thing ever. And this guy just films the whole process, and I'm like. What the it's fuck? Insane. Like if that okay. happened here, like someone would like snap. Yeah, like yeah. What are you doing with that bike? Mind boggling. <laughs> it's remarkable how they can fuck up the bike so fast. Oh, dude, okay. Yeah. Have you ever had your bike stolen, either uh, of you? I have. I have not. Okay. I almost. I almost have. Sorry, but we're in a club. So let me paint the picture for everyone listening. Yeah. I have an all pink pook. Literally, yeah. the chain yeah. was pink. It was pink, like. People would come up to it at a rally and be like, was this a stock? Or like, what, did they have this like in the 70s? Do you buy it like this? I'm like, it looks so, I got like the MLM fairing and it like fit my bike perfectly. I put it on and was like, if this is it, the bike is like, Complete. I'm like, yes, I swear someone scouted me. It was like some husky dude who like broke into my garage, straight up broke in, took it out at 3am. Like he planned it. And I was just thinking of this guy's ass on my pink bike, and I was like, I fucking hate this guy. Like, (laughs) if you've never had your bike stolen, you become, like, a detective. Like, I don't know how else to explain it, but, like, I was in nursing school at the time. First of all, it, like, shattered my worldview. I was just, like, in school to, like, I was like, I'm going to help people, and I love, and I'm like, fuck that, I hate people. Like, you (laughs) literally... It's like the stages of grief that you have, like Mm -hmm. truly. And then like you're on Facebook Marketplace, you're on like all these sites. I became like, I was on like NYC stolen motorcycle scooter club. You become like, I became almost like I I make other people feel better. I'm like, it gets better. Don't worry. (laughs) Like when they post about their bike getting stolen, like you really go to a different place and you're like trying to put all the pieces together of like, your bike and where it was last seen. Like I found, I had a police officer helping me. She found out nothing. But from me being a detective, I found these people were like, Oh, I saw your bike. It was still pink like 30 minutes ago. It was crazy. I felt like I was on like just a a hunt to find my bike. And you also feel like you're like, you feel like you're like racing the clock. You're like, we only have one day till it's black. And they think it's a car. So fucked. Yeah. Like, and then, by the way, I did get my bike back. I don't know if you knew that. I didn't know that. Like, I got it. So I got it stolen in September, and I didn't get it back till July because you know there's one moped shop in New York, yeah. and everybody. Yeah, that's like ten comes. months, man. That's a long time. Yeah, exactly. That's a long time. So someone brought a bike in to NYC Mopeds, and they were like, I think they like spotted a little bit of pink. Yeah. And they were like, Oh, like what gosh. color? What color was it when it came back? Oh my! Yeah, was it just black? Was it just straight up like murdered oh, out? Video or no? Because I like need to show the before and after. It's remarkable. It's like how did they even fucking do that? Um, I'm gonna show you guys though. Let me find it. I know Dove's they got. Uh, they took like, it on down to the paint spray. I know. Yeah, I know Dove's got <laughs> just murdered out. Just black spray paint over everything. But it was like so fresh, he could like scrape it off with yeah. like a like a razor or something. Fine. Okay, I let me try to show you this. 
You're gonna be like, what the fuck? You can send it to me on Instagram too. I'm on. I'm on, still on the no, computer. Yeah, I see it. I see it. Yeah, keep going. Keep going. Oh, it's like I can't tell. It's like, oh, there it is. White. It's like white. Yeah, look at and it. And red and what stuff. The, where's the <laughs> seat cover? Color. Where's the seat cover? They ripped it off. I know it's crazy. One <laughs> most beautiful bike, and now it's just like I haven't touched it. It's like trash. But honestly, like I felt like that was like my moped. Like it yeah, really it was, was like I was very attached to it, and I felt like people would be like, "Oh, the pink moped," but. The community made me feel better about it because people actually like rallied together to try to help. Like people, I have like some stunt rider with like a lot of followers in the Bronx, like share my, my um, post about getting it stolen. Like someone sent an email to all of the rebel employees, like looking for my bike, like people really showed up for me. Yeah. I was confused how it didn't get found earlier, but I don't know. Yeah. People tried. And they'll be like, oh, you were the girl who got your moped stolen. <laughs> like, I that was my new cool thing. Yeah, now you're that girl. <laughs> yeah, I've actually yeah. recovered a moped, a stolen moped, me and Jax before. It's weird how it works out. It's just weird. Yeah, we did. A, I think we did an episode called, like, the saga of the stolen Maxi or We were life and limb. We all, the three people should have been dead or in jail over one simple Maxi. Which is crazy. Yeah. Like, so ever, yeah, it's a wild story. I can't remember the whole thing, but like Justin and one of our other buddies were like chasing this guy that stole our friend's moped. Our friend Mary's moped got stolen. Oh, you're a detective. Dude. Yeah. They like we just seen they him. saw it on the street. We've seen him. They're chasing the guy the wrong way down, down sidewalks and yeah, stuff. Yeah, it was insane. There's like scene out of a movie. Yeah. Yeah. It was yeah everyone loves a good recovery story. So like you hold out hope. You're like, this might be worth it. Like maybe one day. But my recovery story is garbage. Oh, well. and it's like, and it's as like long a, as was it, it was still recovered there, right? Well, it got turned yeah, but in. like it's like climactic. I yeah, haven't I even touched. Them. Yeah, like maybe some carnauba wax will get this out. <laughs> it's yeah. kind of fun. I love the, the, the like when you get the win for the for the for the community though. It's like uh, like when you do recover a bike, it's like feel like everyone feels like they win at the same yeah. time. It's like yeah. yes, we got one back. Yes, exactly. Yeah. It's like kind of sick but mm. i also it like made me closer honestly to like Duve and the dudes at nyc mopeds clamor and stuff like they were really they helped me rebuild my first pook and i feel like mopeds when we lose people to mopeds it's because they're hard and people mm. like it's a lot to learn and like work on your bike and it's uncomfortable in new york because you're like in a dark garage like you're like drinking beers like in portland oregon that sounds fun <laughs> it's like I'm always like, it's too fucking dark. The only time I ever fight with my boyfriend is like when we're trying to work on our mopeds together. <laughs> yeah, like, been there before. We're like on the verge of breaking up. Yeah. I never fight with Been there before. I'm like, damn the fuck you wrench. It's like, <laughs> so I feel like it definitely like inspired me to like, I built my first engine on a bike and I don't know if you've seen my current yellow pook, but yeah. I think it's pretty sick. I really like it. So yeah, it's cool. It looks good. The pink bike was perfect, and maybe if it didn't get stolen, I would never feel like inspired or driven to like really rebuild this other bike. You know? Yeah. I always am like impressed too when people like oh, yeah. sell really cool yeah. builds. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like I'm attached to my bike, and some people like have been in moped so long they're like, "Oh, that was a good run." Like, remember that bike? <laughs> it will for a and i like cannot i don't know it's it's hard because there's like it's weird so there's like stages of it when you 
when you get into hoarding, I feel like New Yorkers don't have the same problem unless you're already in a communal like group shop where you have space to store multiple bikes. Oh, but like here, it's like I meant like twelve bikes or something. I got eleven and, bikes and I love every last one of them. Yeah. I don't want to get rid of none of them. He's got eleven bikes and he's yeah. like super emotionally attached to every single one of them. them. Yeah, but I have like a bunch of bikes and I'm like, ooh, well. These ones I know are keepers. And then I have a stack of bikes that I'm like, like I don't really care too much about them. But I also have the ones that I regret ever selling. And I've bought like the same bike over and over again. Like, oh, I bought that bike. I had one that looked just like it like three yeah. years ago. You know, like why did I buy it? Why did I sell it the first time? You yeah. get like seller's remorse. Yeah, you sold me <laughs> a bullet. Yeah. You sold me a bullet and now you got two more bullets. Yeah, it was, <laughs> like it's bad. <laughs> yeah. What type of moped you most regret selling? <sighs> okay. And why? So the very first moped I ever built was a Moby 40T. And that's the whole reason I got into mopeds. And I saw this gold, I saw this 40T that uh, one of the ghost riders built. And I was like, if I get a moped, it's only going to be this moped. I drove all the way to Pennsylvania to buy this fucker. It didn't run. I didn't know anything about mopeds. I brought it home. And it sat in my living room in my part, like in my house, like all my roommates, we just like put the moped in the corner behind the couch. You know, you got a moped in the living room and a bunch of band equipment in the other corner. And you're like, oh, this is, this is, this is a mess. And I, and I finally got it running and the, but it never worked perfectly. And then I bought another bike and then I bought another bike and I finally had ones that worked good. And then I ended up selling the stuff eventually. Well, I rebuilt that same bike probably twice, but I wish I would have just kept the first one. And never got rid of it because that was my very first moped. So you regret that because that's like your first love. Yeah. And and why I, did you? I'm sad. I painted it sitting on a sidewalk, like like you know, my twenties. Like I did all this stuff to it. Like I'm like, ah, oh, yeah, my moped. Like I bought every part brand new because I didn't know any better. I was like, I'm buying everything. I need tires, wheels. I need that stupid rubber strip that goes inside of the tire that makes it look like it has a little red rim circle or something weird. I don't know. I was buying dumb stuff that I didn't need. Like you remember it, you know what I mean. Maybe it just like lives as like a nice yeah. memory. You and know? I don't have, and I don't have enough pictures of it either. Like there's like I have like one picture of it somewhere, and I'm like, ah, oh, I read it. The first moment I remember. I remember when I first got my bike stolen. I texted a friend. I was like so bummed, and he texted me back, and it actually made me feel better. But he texted me back. Don't worry, Laura. You're more than a pink moped, and I was like, am I? The- <laughs> But the moped, the pink moped is me. I yeah. am it. Yeah. <laughs> We've learned how to just like let go of things in yeah. our life. I mean, material objects. We still have the memories of them. Yeah. So, The first moped I ever got uh, has actually been crashed so many times. The only thing I have left of it are the engine cases and the rims. <laughs> and I still have the engine cases and they're still running. The other, everything else has been destroyed. <laughs> Hit by so many cars. It's crazy. <laughs> Everything else has been destroyed, and I still run that shit. Yes, that's funny. Mm-hmm. Stay on your wall when it dies. Mm-hmm. I mean, I have like, I have some frames that I've kept too, where I'm like, oh, like I'm never gonna sell that frame because the frame's cool, and I kind of retired it or something. So I just like have random frames in my garage. So I'm like, oh, I can never sell these, even though they're not even bikes. They're they're broken. I could probably never use them again. But I'm like, yeah. oh, I just want to hold. But like, like hold also- it. Mopeds are like a small community, like you said. So, like, it's not that big of a bummer because you know someone cool is going to be, like, enjoying and appreciating it. It's not, like, you know, so big. You're like, okay, cool. Like, I got someone who's going to cherish it. Maybe it was their first bike, too, you know? And it's rad to see them come back around. Like, if you, like, 
if you've like been through enough bikes and eventually you like see that bike come back, like it, one of your friends ends up buying it and you're like, yo, I had that bike that, that used to be my bike. And you're seeing someone ride it all the time. You're like, yeah, like that was my bike. And then it was, and I, and I like playing like the, uh, what's that game? Like phone tree or like telephone. I don't know the shit where you connect things to each other. And you're like, yeah, I know the origin of this bike and you can like name all the people that it went through. <laughs> like where it they ended up. <laughs> That's like that ATX that I have. I watched it travel around on Facebook Marketplace, and I finally got my hands on yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> same thing. Finally. So a random creature got you into mopeds, and then you made your way to New York, and finally got a bike. Like, how was it like? Just like first owning a moped, like that's actually yours that you can ride around and do stuff. What Did you-, you feel free? Well, I okay. This is fun because I got this. I have, I always joke that this guy in the Bronx is my poop dealer because I've literally <laughs> bought one. I'm like, oh, let me call my poop dealer real quick. Do you need a bike? Um, so he's like this cute, like, stunt rider in the Bronx. And I found it on Facebook, my yellow poop. Mm-hmm. And it was a piece of shit. It didn't run until I rebuilt it, like, when I got my moped stolen. I literally, like, had it under a tarp, like, rusting away in front of my house. But a month after, like it kind of ran for the first month and I'd be like, this is so fun. And then I realized that I had like no, no power, no speed, you know? Yeah. And a month in, I had told him on the phone, like the first, when we were talking about me buying the yellow pook and I was like, my dream bike would be a pink pook. And he's like, oh, that's so weird. My dad, he builds mopeds with his dad. Mm-hmm. And he was like, my dad built one for his wife and she never rides it. I'll let you know if he is ever selling it. Because I didn't paint that bike pink, by the way. I feel like the bike found me. Like, I don't which one came first, me or the, the pook. So um, I was telling him that. And then I was in the group chat, and someone posted this bike. And they're like, well, this is a look. And it was, like, the pink bike, but it had, like, all the, like, spoke covers. It had, like, dice screws. Like, it yeah. was extra. Yeah. And they had done the side covers, like, in that dip stuff like what mm-hmm. the hydro dip yeah it was it was extra and it was very like like 12 o'clock boyish you know I like and i like that's just loud i was like oh shit i gotta call this dude and i was like yo you're selling that bike i need it so i have the pink bike like from the beginning um uh, my first bike i didn't really ride but like the pink bike we're looking at it now that's it's all right so I felt like when I found that bike, I really like, that's when I really felt connected. Like, this is my bike. Yeah. So that was like different than just being like, oh, I love the joy of riding mopeds. Like, I felt. Yeah. yeah. I see it. Yeah. Sorry, we're lurking the bike too. We're like, yeah, check <laughs> the bike out. That. <laughs> is, that a mag like, exp- is that a Magnum fairing? Yes. Yeah. No, no, it's the MLM. The one that okay. like treats yeah. us. Yeah. yeah. That's all right. That's like. I bought it off treats like that and yeah. it fits my bike perfectly. Mm, like, I mean, who else could ride that bike? Like I sometimes would like ride across the Manhattan bridge and it's like, it's kind of scary. Like I don't love riding across bridges. Cause like once it gets a little cold, like you're sucking in cold air. So that your bike wants to die. Like if you feel like you're going to die. You're like on the bridge, like, that picture of Ashley, you're just yeah. like, uh, you're like, it's okay, baby girl. You you can make it. It's fine. You're going to make it. Like, it's kind of scary. And I remember like riding, 
like sometimes I'd be riding and there'd be like semis behind me. And they're like, what the fuck is this chick doing? I went on my little pink moped, like crossing the bridge. And like, Hello. <laughs> and New York, just, New York bridges are sketchy too. Cause there's no, yeah. there's no shoulder. It's so sketchy. Yeah. It's so scary. And like, I'm on a pink moped. Like I just felt like to me, like my pink bike was just like, so as ridiculous as mopeds are. That's mm-hmm. like, it's so great. Like I have zero desire to ride motorcycles. Like for me, a moped is it. You feel like you're flying when I'm you're really not. Way. I'm the same way. I have a motorcycle license like, and the biggest bike I have is a Grom and I don't want a real bike. I'm the same way. I get it. Like my bike are, I have a pink, I had an all pink bike. I have a lime green chow and I have a yellow poop that has like a pink chain. Like I'm extra as fuck. Like I just felt like that bike. So for me, when I got start, first started riding and got my own bike, I was just like, I'm obsessed. <laughs> like my favorite thing in the entire world. Were you just like riding and, everywhere? Like every day? Yeah. Like one time someone sent me an Instagram photo, like some street photographer in New York had taken my photo didn't know me or tag me or anything, but taking my photo because he's like daily New York commute or something. And I'm like <laughs> on my pink bike. I rode that thing everywhere. I definitely, like Ashley was talking about, I ride a little less. Like COVID changed a lot of things. Like we don't go as many places. Yeah, yeah. So I ride a little bit less, but I definitely like every time I ride, I'm like, this is so fun. And going to rallies, like I missed it. I haven't been to one in years. I don't know. But what? also, should I go get my award that I won at the Upjet Rally? Nice. Oh, hold on, <laughs> dude. For those who haven't seen um, her, it's well, of course we'll link tag her Instagram and all that stuff in the in the post. But it's uh the Lake Monster on Instagram, and you can go back through her feed and you can see the pink maxi, and it's beautiful, super nice. decked out, really all nice. pink, pink yeah. grips, pink fairing, pink chain, like. The seat also, custom, yeah. and that's why they ripped the seat cover off. It's all right, like, man. It's all right. That's yes. a pink and black custom seat yes. cover. Like that's gonna give away the, the Stones so bike. Fine. Also, on my current bike, I don't know if you've seen that. But the yellow poop. I have pink uh, mag wheels on it, and I was supposed to put them on the pink bike. So it's gonna be the pinkest moped oh, you've yeah, ever yeah, seen. Yeah, 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 yeah. We see. And it. I had yeah. everything the five stars, and I Damn, had everything ready. Right I was gonna do soon. And I didn't do it, and mm-hmm. I'm so happy because they would have stolen those too. So now I have a yellow poop with pink five stars, and they look sick. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. At it. We're like, looking at it. It's a good my color 80s combo. Barbie. I went with 80s Barbie. You, but still have, you still have that pipe on there? Is that the stock pipe? That's the first moped I ever got. No, I put um, – no, that's actually a cool, like, hidden chamber Euro pipe. Okay. So it looks like okay. a stock pipe. Okay. But it gets a little extra, so the okay. cops aren't after me. So. <laughs> I'm not dirty. They just don't know it. I see. Um, I see. I like it. And then I put the 65 metric kit on it. Like it's perfect. I love it. Like it. I brought perfectly fine for me. <laughs> What's up uh, with that fairing like, too? Is that still a treats fairing? The yellow one too? Yeah, but I painted it. It's okay. not perfect. Okay. It, nah. Yeah. Yeah. It looks like it's far away. Okay. Yeah. But I scratched it because I was trying to do wheelies and I ate shit in front of all these people. <laughs> We're at like a motorcycle meetup and you was doing wheelies and I wanted to be cool and I tried to do one and I literally ate shit so hard. These people were like, is she okay? And he's like, Lori, you're not like that again. <laughs> like, I, so this is my, at the Upjet rally, um, 
they made a special award for pinkest moped. So I, <laughs> I obviously won. And oh, they yeah. I've seen that. Yeah, yeah. The pink Barbie. Yeah. Barbie. That's all right. That's I actually it. cried a little. You guys, it's so cute. So. Yeah. That's all right. Was that, that at the, was, was that at the one where we stayed in that weird, like, bottom part of Brooklyn? The flooded part. The, what? Man, yeah, 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 yeah. It was like it's some random, like. Flooded. Yeah, some weird lot. Uh, like. And we went to, yeah, just like a parking lot. Like, yeah. weird. And it was Coney Island. Man. So, yeah, I was trying to win the pinkest moped two years in a row, but then the bike got stolen and I didn't put the mag wheels on it. But now my bike looks sick, so. Yeah. And you're back in the game. You're cruising. You're doing the thing. Exactly. Yeah. So what was and your, I like, still uh, have a now. What was like your your rally experience and stuff? Because I know you've been a couple places. Like, where have you gone for rallies that you've, like, enjoyed? I've been to Philly, and I've been to New York, obviously. I've just only had one rally. But the Philly rally is, like, so fun. Like, I really – last time we rode our moped, the farthest I've ever ridden my moped, which was, like, 80 miles or something. Like, we went to a house in Jersey. I'm like, where are we going? And (laughs) – they had like this is how good my pink bike. It was so fucking perfect. Ah, <laughs> um, but they had like two chase vehicles, and like I swear to God, like twenty bikes made it home out of like however many. They're like, damn, that pink bike made it. <laughs> I was like one of the last men standing. Like we went yeah. all the way to the house and back. People like dropping like flies because they like ate shit in the train tracks, and yeah. everyone's bike was dying. And my boyfriend's bike died, and he's like sweating in the van. He's like. <laughs> Do you have a fun rally? That was a fun rally. And I was like, I had the best time. <laughs> I think I had like, I was like probably on drugs. And I remember like the sun was setting and me and Max were like on the bridge and the sun was setting perfectly. And I like mm-hmm. shed a tear. I was like, this is so beautiful. I love it. While like three quarters of the people at the rally were like sweating in a fucking van together. They were so bummed. Oh, dude. That was a fun rally. So like that Philly rally... I was one of those guys, like, I hit the, we hit the gas station, we left the gas station, and, like, within a mile, my bike broke, and I was like, no, and, like, my, my girlfriend, now wife, was on our Cobra, and she made the whole ride all the way out there, and I was, like, I was so proud of her, because, like, she did it all by herself, she ripped it and killed this, killed it, stuck with everyone, like, made it, and I'm like, yeah, that's sick, and we had this sick pool party at this house, I'm like, this is great, and then I was like, all right, who wants to ride back, and people were like, Ooh, is there a chase? Can we like take our bikes back? Cause no one wanted to ride back. And I'm like, Oh, I'm riding. Like I missed the whole ride out of here. Like, let me get that Cobra. Yeah. Yeah. You swapped. Yeah. We yeah swapped. Cause that's like cool rally. I sat in a van for four hours and yeah. I've never been in a chase truck. Your bike makes it fucking fun. Yeah. That yep. was a really good. Chase that is, was fun. Chase is an experience, I guess. Like you gotta like, be mentally ready to be in the chase. I've like, never done it, and hopefully, I never do. Let me knock on wood. <laughs> I've been I'm not going to rally. rally. But yeah, um, I want to go to more. I think it's cool. Like I said, when people like go to random ones, I definitely want to go to a San Francisco one. It happens like every other year, and yeah. I really want to go. I feel like 
seeing San Francisco from that perspective since I lived there would be really sick. And like trying to go up the hills, I don't know. Yeah, I follow a guy from San Francisco who's in the mopeds and it's just crazy. It's just weird. It's just yeah. West Coast is different. Like I'm he's definitely different. dying to go to one of those yeah. San Francisco yeah, rallies. Like, yeah, it's different. Like I've said I wanted to go for years and I just like haven't, I haven't bit the bullet yet and I just need to go because like. Shout out real Tony Danza. It looks sick, dude. It looks awesome. Uh, but also like, you know, it's fun to like show off your bike and stuff, but it's hard to get there. So like you have to have someone bring your bike. I don't have a car. I live in New York. So mm-hmm. I've only been able to like ride my own bike. At, like I've gone to rallies that are close enough, mm-hmm. but I think it'd be sick to like fly in somewhere and like borrow a bike and just, you know, you treat it like a freaking camp, what a party weekend or yeah. something. Those are fun. Um, I know our friends like from the buzzards a couple of years ago flew their bikes out or like they freighted their bikes out. They like got a pallet and like put all the bikes on a pallet and like ratcheted them down and like wrapped it and just got the bike shipped like on a pallet to like treat land. And I'm like, that's one way to do it. So if you're trying to go to a faraway rally, just put your bikes on a pallet and get it shipped. It costs a couple hundred bucks. And then you buy your plane tickets and you fly out and your shit's there. Yeah. Or you can coordinate with like a club or someone who's got like a loaner for you. Hell no. Or... Nah, bring my bike. Hell no. I've also seen people box. I've seen creatures box their bike. The first time I went to a Chicago rally, a couple of the creatures like broke their bikes down and put them in bicycle boxes and shipped them to like a moped shop in that city and like showed up and they pulled their boxes out and built them. I'm like, what? That dude from the Shanks. That dude from the Shanks brought a motor on the bus from Texas and then put it on a frame and rode it and then took it off and went back to Texas. Yeah, that's another move. Like you get you bring you build your own motor and you find a club that can build mm-hmm. you a roller. Like I don't need a whole bike, I just need a roller and I'll put my own motor on there and ride it. That's yeah. sick. That yeah, was sick. Well, bets are cool. Yeah, dude. I feel like my skills for working on my bike, like whatever takes someone thirty minutes takes me four hours. I'm like, oh I'll just Spend 30 minutes changing this, my chain, and like literally four hours later, I'm like, why am I still here and why is it? Oh man, that's my pet peeve, man. Oh. I have done on this new bike, like everything myself, but like, Mm -hmm. I definitely like have fucked things up. Like one time I was riding with the boys from the shop to like go to a bar, and it wasn't even that far. We were riding, and I was like kind of lagging behind, and they're like, are you okay? I'm like, guys, this isn't like moped sketchy. This is like actually sketchy. Like I, I did something wrong. Like not the normal baseline sketchy. Like extra above that. And I get to the bar and Clamor's like, oh, let me check your wheel. Cause I put on those five stars myself. Yeah. And he like checks my wheel and it literally came off. Oh and like God. one of the, I didn't use Loctite. So one of the yeah. hub screws like rattled off. I like literally my tire came off. He's like, "How did you not die?" I'm like, "I told you, it was so scary." But see, that's the difference between mopeds and common sense, and that's common sense. You displayed common sense. This is not okay. Like, no matter what, it, it could have been a bicycle. Yeah, you know I mean, common sense. I yes. do love that you said baseline like, oh, sketchy. Yes, right, right. Yes. Yeah, this isn't even moped sketchy. It's sketchy, and to me, that's like. Common sense, like she gets it. Yeah, you so, have to understand baseline sketch, yeah, though. Like, yeah. <laughs> stuff about. Yeah. So, for those of you who who aren't 
I don't know how you found this podcast if you're not a moped person. But for those of you who aren't a moped people, maybe you ride bigger bikes, motorcycles, maybe you ride scooters, something with class, something nice, and uh, <laughs> and you don't understand baseline sketch. Mopeds have a have a sliding scale of sketchiness that's acceptable. <laughs> yeah. Like two brakes, like ooh, I have two brakes, like yeah. <laughs> but a lot of it has to do with common sense as well. Yeah, but like a lot of that stuff is acceptable. Like people can like yeah. there's there's the sketchy you can deal with. Like mm-hmm. I know someone who had like no brakes. Like you've got the worst brakes I've ever seen on a moped, and they've ridden like that thing for years at multiple rallies, and they just they just know how to ride their bike and they let off like, the gas. Like, don't be, like stop early. with his feet. Yeah, something? they use their feet. They stop soup. They get off the gas way earlier than everyone else. Like everyone's passing them. I'm like yeah, there's a stoplight like <laughs> half a block down the road. I gotta stop now. I gotta start stopping now. Yeah. Oh it's yeah. Like, like you've never snapped the throttle cable and like done the jockey way home. You haven't lived. No, it's I so have. Fun. I have. I did that in New Orleans. I took my shoe lace out of my shoestring and rode two miles to the final stop in New Orleans <laughs> like that. You're like a boy scout. You're so clever. I love well, that. Well, Nigel, Nigel taught me that actually. Long story short, Nigel taught me that. Yeah, yeah. He's, Nigel's broken a lot of mopeds. Yeah. <laughs> and I seen him do it, and then I broke my throttle cable. I didn't know what to do, and I was like, "What would Nigel do?" And I just took my shoestring out. Yeah. What's like the sketchiest like moped situation you've been in besides your wheel almost falling off? Mm, well, one time I was like getting on the Manhattan Bridge, and I had like a um, I have a built well, so it's like the snap-on older mm-hmm. one. I need to get the one that like just lifts up. But yeah. like, I was like on the bridge, and I'm always like kind of high anxiety because I literally have to talk to my moped to make it. I'm like, you got this, baby girl. You're gonna be okay. <laughs> so like, I'm on the top of the bridge, and I like turn to check my lane, and my freaking windshield flew off and like hit the car behind. <laughs> and I was so scared. I was like, oh fuck, oh fuck, oh fuck. Oh, fuck. <laughs> wind flying in my face like it was definitely sketchy and also another time I was with a friend and I had only had my pink bike for like a week and my bike died on the Williamsburg bridge like on the top of it and there's no side thing like bridges are fucking scary I don't know if anyone else has to really ride them no we, in other we have three of them in Richmond we know scary so I feel like those are probably, that might even be the sketchier time, like not having a shoulder to pull off on. And like, I was just on the side of the road. The cars are like, ah, stupid bitch or whatever. <laughs> I like, I don't know what I did, but it started and I was like, I'm going. I was like running, starting it. It was scary. Yeah. But here I am. So. God, that's funny. Well, I feel like that might be like a New York accessory. You guys just need like uh like signal flares to put out whenever your bike breaks on the bridge yeah. or something. Like mandatory accessory. Yeah. People get so mad at moped here. It's like, chill out. Like, where are you going? I have a big... I just, my bike was like 45. I'm going fast. Get yeah. away from me. No, I got a video of me when I was at the last New York rally I went to. And there's a, a guy on a Tomos with no helmet riding a wheelie across the Brooklyn Bridge, and I'm right behind him filming. I'm so close to him, and I'm like, if this guy crashes, I'm crashing. That's how close <laughs> I was to him, and we just did it, and we're passing cars, and he's just doing it. It's the craziest thing ever, yeah. People who ride bopeds with no shoes, I'm like, no. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Like no shoes, no helmet, yeah. no shirt. I was like... ready. I was ready to eat shit with that guy for the footage. Yes. Oh, I feel like safety is sexy. Like if you're not wearing a full face, I think you look kind of like a clown. No, no yeah, that's common sense. Again, common sense. Yes. I, I cherish my like, face. I'm not trying to like lose teeth to mopeds. That does doesn't sound fun to me. But I also love the like dichotomy between this like silly bike and like wearing like a serious helmet people are like okay like i feel badass when i'm wearing like my full face because yeah. i i don't know i'm safe i like wearing gloves when yeah. people don't wear helmets i'm like why yeah. that's not cool no I'll, I'll ride my moped in the summertime and i wear shoes shorts wife beater gloves <laughs> Full face, and I'm ready. I'm ready as long as I got my gloves and my full face. I'm ready. You can see my bone when I crash on my shoulder, and that's okay. As long as long as I still have my fingers and shit, that's fine. So I don't like, know. You probably hurt yourself on a moped. You're not gonna like, not like a motorcycle, but like no, you it doesn't hurt matter. Yourself. It doesn't matter. But I mean, I still wear my gloves and my full face, bare minimum, bare minimum. Exactly, because mm-hmm. you're cool. No, I'm not trying to be cool. No, it's just me. I haven't gone as far as like the motorcycle jacket, like your full like motorcycle. Yeah, gear. I can't do that either. Like, nah, pants, yeah. motorcycle boots. You're really ready. I'm yeah, like, no. that's too much. I've too, seen the guy at the gas station in chaps, literal chaps, and it's just like, why? Wait, like, were they assless? He had jeans on. And <laughs> I know. They were. <laughs> they were because he had jeans on and they were. Like, were the buns <laughs> out? <laughs> I just want to ask him, like, why do you have these on? Are you that afraid? I don't know, man. I don't know. <laughs> Sunday ride. He's never been on it. So uh, fun. That'd be sick. <laughs> yeah, we got an ass out ride every Sunday. Right. He's with it. Like, let's go. <laughs> yeah. I honestly do like the Sunday riders in New York, like all the like wheelie stuff. I want to be good at that. But like, I know it takes practice and time. And I just like, it would be cool though. Buy a be beater. The Get you a beater bike if you want to practice. Get a beater. I know. Yeah, I know. You can't hurt your yellow one. Yeah. Well, you know, you got the perfect one, dude. You just get the get the stolen bike running again. You don't don't repaint it. You just call that your wheelie bike and you practice it's on that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like who cares about this bike? Um Yeah, now you're making me like like FOMO and excited for like riding this summer because it's like not warm here yet. But I'm yeah. super excited and I I can't wait to ride, and I hope there's more rallies. I don't. I'm not like tuned in. What rally are we going to? Well, I know Nashville is shaping up to be like the big one, or in my mind, because I know because that, that's probably the only like one that I know I'm going to for sure. And that's uh, when is- that's April 29th through May 1st in Nashville, Tennessee, put on by the Daggers. It's already on the rally calendar on Moped Army. Um, as far as like up 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 your way, I know. The, the Wizards are, or Wizards yeah, are throwing Wizards. a rally in Lancaster, PA in June. Um, Philly's throwing a rally in August. Yeah. So Philly, again, of course, Legion. Can't miss that. Um, well, then I have to do that. Here, I'm going to that. Sorry, guys. I'm definitely yeah. going to that. Rumor has it. Rumor has it. Man, I probably shouldn't say this right here, but rumor has it. The Rebels might throw a rally in probably two or three weeks. And it's all speculation, and don't <laughs> take my word for it. But just if you're listening to this, keep that in mind and i'm gonna just leave it at that <laughs> all right and then um oh, we had a we had an episode recently with a new club from like new jersey pennsylvania new jersey they're like on this like oh, really? border and it's called river riot club and that's like pretty close to you and i'm like 
Yeah. I'm trying to like have a, a pop in weekend in their town because they, they literally, it's a, you have to listen to this episode. It's episode 172. It's like a stock club. Everyone in their club has stock bikes and they just cruise in this, this little like town and like pop around on their mopeds and have a blast. And I'm like, dude, this is so sick. Cause it like, it's a, that whole scene came up like on its own, like separate from open army, separate from Facebook groups. Like it just grew organically its own way. And it's like super different than like all the rest of our scenes. Cause I feel like everyone's like, Oh, I gotta get, gotta make my bike rip and like party. And yeah. like, oh, I hit the rally. And like, they don't know about any of that stuff. And I'm like, yes, that's sick. So if you go, I'll go. How about that? Dude, we got to find we'll a weekend. We got to find a weekend where we just like show up at, in someone else's town and be yeah, like, we're Hey, we're, we're here for the ride. Uh, what yeah, ride? I'll wear your ride. <laughs> I'll bring back the beer and I'm like, um, here's the moped hangout. <laughs> we got, we got, wear we your got, red, <laughs> wear, wear your red jumpsuit. Your red yeah, jumpsuit. <laughs> like I'll bring the PBR and the Coke. You bring the, uh, the, for the bread. <laughs> I'll bring the fresh Natasha. Yeah, yeah. I got yeah. it. <laughs> we got this. Hey, okay, guys, uh, we're here for the ride. Uh... <laughs> They're like, uh, cool. It'll be like my origin story. Perfect. Uh, I love it. <sighs> so. All right. We've been talking. Riding mopeds in New York. Like, what was it? What's that like? Like, because it's so, like, I feel like riding in New York is like a different feeling than everywhere else. Because, like, it's super urban and it's humongous. Like, do you guys normally stay in the same area? Or are you guys like going out around and like getting lost, exploring? I mean, I feel like honestly, like I live in Bushwick and like I'm kind of on a busy street and I hear mopeds all the time going by. Like sometimes I can't discern it between like the dirt bike 12 o'clock boys and stuff, but I'm always like, <laughs> how are there this many mopeds or scooters right. or whatever? Yeah. Like honestly, you hear them all the time. So, I know there's like people I don't know, but now that I've been riding for like five years, it's like usually I'll be like, oh, it's my friend if I see them riding around. Yeah, like, we we can tell who's who pulls up by by the sound of it. We're we're pretty good at that here in Richmond. Yeah, like you know what I mean. You're just like in tune to like the moped sound. You're like, oh, someone's on a moped. Like so, even in New York, it's like all in this area. A lot of people live in like where I am in Brooklyn, but. Like I said, I don't ride as much as I used to, like mm -hmm. as far, because my lifestyle is different since yeah. COVID and stuff. But yeah, I feel like, I mean, it can be a little bit sketchy because like you have to be on the defense. People are like insane and they get mad at you and stuff. Like, but I definitely, the more I've ridden, I know New York really well because mm -hmm. like I've ridden my bike around everywhere. It's like, it might seem huge, but I'm like, oh, I've ridden my moped here. Yeah. So there's like not a lot of, area left that i haven't been to like on my bike mm -hmm. no, so it, i feel it's different it's different when you ride through your neighborhood in a car and then when you ride through your neighborhood on a moped like it's completely different people think they know their neighborhood but they actually don't yeah until you ride through it like firsthand on your moped you get it like it's different you're like paying attention more than right. like not just like riding you have to be thinking constantly when you're riding because you have to like be if you want to be a good rider you're paying attention to your surroundings so on the way you're like absorbing other stuff but i feel like it's not always about the destination it's about the journey i've made mopeds like more of like a fun i don't love mopeds for commuting i don't love the 
because they're not reliable. So like I have anxiety if I'm like, oh, I have to be here at this time and I have to ride my moped there. No, like I don't remember when I put gas in it last time. It might die. I have no idea if I'm going to make it half the time. So like for me, it's just I save mopeds for like literally just cruising around like high and like having fun and like being with my friends. So like, or even by myself, just like cruising around. So I don't know. I make a more, I'm not like in a hurry. I'm just like cruising and like brapping and having fun. I get that. When I I ride in here. I love mopeds for that because I feel like when I'm on a moped, I feel like I have the freedom to explore more because when you're in a car or whatever, when you, when you have someone to go and you're going to a destination, you're just commuting, you you know, you're going there and you're going to take the route that you would normally take or yeah. the, most, the most direct route to get somewhere. But when you're just going out for a random ride, like we, we, I used to try to play this game where it was like, cool, we're doing a ride tonight. And people were like, well, where are we going? Who's leading? No, that's not the game. The game is if you don't like the direction we're going, get to the front and make a turn and everyone has to follow you. So that way you just, you never know yeah, where you're you know, going. You're just randomly exploring and you just follow the next guy. And if you don't like, like the way it's going, it. turn. You're like, oh, we're going to go to this area. Like, I don't, it's not like, oh, we're going left on, on this street and we're going on right on this one. Like, no, that's how you lose people. I have no idea where we're going. Like, yeah. I can't, I'll just follow behind you. And like, I feel like definitely at this point we've got, I've gone on so many rides that it's hard to come up with like a new ride for people like it is hard no i feel that it is hard it's different yeah i feel that that's why like rallies seem cool because it's like people are really thinking about the experience you have in their city it's like Mm -hmm. more than just like oh we're all going to get together and ride mopeds like the cool people who have cool rallies they're really trying to like have you have like a bite-sized experience of their showcase they're trying to showcase exactly which is sick i like love that but definitely like i don't know if there's any rides left that i haven't been on in new york like that's the thing too you can take you can take foreigners you know i could take foreigners in my city like people that aren't from around here when i say foreigners and just take them on a simple ass bullshit ride i could take them down main street back up carry and back to where we started and be like yo that was crazy and to me it's like that's not crazy at all but it will just mind boggle them it's just simple Ah. stuff like that yeah well, that's one of those one. Th- that's one of those weird aspects of throwing a rally and hosting is you have the people that are from your town that ride it, that ride with you guys all the time. So everyone's used to kind of the same generic rides because everyone's got like, unless you're really like, I want everyone to take turns creating a ride and like, oh, someone's making a ride next month and they're gonna try to do something that no one's done before. Like, oh, I'm gonna take you guys on this adventure. Like. Yeah, you know, that's fun because you're like, all right, cool. I want everyone to take turns like creating the ride, and then when we go to, oh, tonight's Johnny's ride night, and who knows where we're gonna end up. Like Johnny takes you on an adventure, like that's fun. But when you're creating a rally, you're trying to do that, and like you want to show people from out of town like the normal stuff, your landmarks and the cool stuff they like. Yeah, you the would best normally stuff. Do. Yeah, all that stuff. But yeah. you also want to try to like mix in something different for the people that you ride with all the time so they can see something different. It makes it hard. Like I really, yeah. I really dwell on that. Like I think about it a uh, lot. When I do it, I don't worry about the locals. I don't want, cause it's not about them. Cause they should already know. That's just me. So. Well, the Upjet rally in New York, like I actually, I would 
say that was like one of the best nights I've ever had in my life. Like I actually cried a little. Like when we were going through Times Square, <laughs> oh, I was yeah. like, this is so sick. Like I'm with all of my close friends riding these bikes. Like I would, I don't care about Times Square. I don't feel connected to that, but like riding bikes through there, I was like, yeah. I'm the coolest person ever. This is so sick. Like I've, I've been there I twice. I when we did that. I've been there twice to Times Square and I understand like, it's just, it was overwhelming for me. I've done it twice and it was both times. It was just, well, it's, it was, it's a weird feeling. Yeah. It's just weird. It's, it's a something weird about, feeling. It's something about being a spectacle. Like yeah. the spectacle of the moped rally makes the moped rally. Like when you're in a group yeah. of a hundred mopeds, no matter where you go or where you're riding, you are the show. Like yeah. people are going to yeah, look at you cool. and point. And be like in awe and take pictures. And they're like, what is going on? Meek Merrill's posted us. What are those little bikes? <laughs> yeah. Honestly, I love that feeling. Like yeah. when there's a lot of people and people are looking at you, it makes me feel extra connected to like the community. Cause like I obviously love mopeds, but like that feeling of being with everyone else also makes mopeds really like something that I want to do for my lifetime and maybe have like my kids ride mopeds is yeah. like, when you're all together and like the landscape has changed obviously because of COVID people don't get together as much, but like no, when we you're are, new, we still, like, we all still have the same struggles <laughs> trying yeah, to get my bike like, to start. You, you remember that? Like going on a group ride, it didn't even have to be a rally. The first time you went on a like substantial group ride, you're like, this is fucking so sick. Like, yeah. That I remember, that feeling of being in mopeds. Like, I definitely 100% remember because I still feel it. Like, in the summertime, like, it's, we're about to get there. But, like, I try to go in, on as many rides as possible. But when you get the big ones, mm -hmm. it feels good. You're, like, with all your friends riding. That's the best feeling, I feel like. Like, even the other night, just, like, I was on Instagram and I was looking that, like, Upjet was hosted on, like, a ride. And I saw, like, some That's picture they posted from their, you know, their Instagram page. And I'm like, whoa, like... That's actually a sick turnout. It was like 20 people, it looked like, just from like the picture. I'm like, dude, that's sick. Like 20 people on a moped ride is like plenty. Like for like a little group, you're like, dude, you can do whatever you want. So it's a lot in New York. Like, I don't know. It's still, I feel like I know everyone, but there are, are people I'll be like, oh, I don't know you. I've never met you. Yeah. So it's. Sometimes people will, like, a lot of people will come. Like, a lot of people do ride bikes in New York, yeah. whether you realize it or not. So, well, it's like you guys are a large yeah, city, I, and I love yeah. it. Like, you have, a, you have a shop, so you do have that, that resource that's selling new, new mopeds to people and getting them out there. So, like, it's a constant, like, revolving door, people growing and just trying to, like, retain them. Like, that weird part of, like, retention of people that get mopeds is the hard part. Like, yeah, you could sell 20 bikes, but getting like 10 of those people or five of those people to like actually show up to group rides and hang out is like a hard part. Exactly. And I feel like shout out to NYC Mopeds and JP and Claire and Duke. Like they really like made me, I feel like I wouldn't be as involved in mopeds without them because like they definitely made me interested in like wanting to like build my bike and work on it. I feel like I have a place to go when shit hits the fan. Cause like it's hard. It's like really frustrating sometimes. Yeah. And if I lived somewhere where I didn't have anyone, I would feel like I could have given up a long time ago, but I have somewhere to go. Yeah. And that's why like, so, I want people to like find like, 
the podcast or and find Moped Army, like something that helps them find like the community of mopeds because for that exact reason, it's really hard. It's perfect if you have a bike that just you got you bought a bike and it was in great shape and it just worked and it worked for a year of you just riding your moped whenever you want. You never had a problem. Those people had it easy and yes. they came in their mopeds yes. with the with the the picture perfect like best way to possibly do it. But a lot of people come in the mopeds and they buy some bike and it was great for a day or two and then something happened. And then something happened. And then something else happened. And so they just had a shit experience. And our whole sick first six months was just like headaches and problems. And those are the people that don't stick with it and they quit. I know. And, and they never get to experience like the community and the fun part and the hangout. And like, just like, what did you do this weekend? Oh, we went to this state and we rode mopeds and had a blast. Yeah. And see, some of those people with the shit experience and the shit bikes, they come to me and I'm a bad teacher and we're working on their bikes and I start throwing wrenches and screaming and cussing <laughs> and this, that, and the third and we're working on their bikes and we're talking shit the whole time. And then they get on their bike and they ride away. <laughs> never, never to be seen again. Right, and they ride away. And it's just like, yeah, good shit. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I feel like I have so many friend, homies from mopeds. Like I can't even, it's like endless, like people that I've met and people. And when I first started, you know, I dove right in. I was like, I want to learn everything about my bike. Like I was on the internet. Like I was on moped army all the time being like so confused by everything, but wanting to learn the parts of my bike and five years in, it's like a little bit different. You know, yeah. you're not like, you don't have to do as much homework, but mm -hmm it definitely felt good to have people to talk to about things like, cause otherwise I don't know. Yeah. It would have been too hard. I feel like, yeah. like there's a lot you can learn from just like reading the internet and watching some videos, but until you get like firsthand experience with someone who also knows what they're doing, like that's what you need to like get that last 10% to like yeah. really like, Oh, like it, like the the light turns on, you know. It's like, oh man, well, I got never, it. I've never worked on anything, so like I didn't have tools. I'm like, what? That's important. <laughs> like, That's important. What? Tools are very clip. important. Like, what is yes. this fucking this little? I need a circlip puller, and I'm like trying to spread <laughs> apart the. Like, what yeah. is this? Like yeah. now, you know, every new bike too. Like I got a Chow, which I've worked on way less, but mm -hmm. like it's a whole different thing than a poop. So it's like, Oh wait, I don't know what this tool is that I need. Cause I've never worked on this before. Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's definitely a lot of work and I understand why people are like, no, I can't. It's too much for me. It's and not like an easy hobby. I don't feel like. No. And the, and the puzzle of it's kind of fun too. Like if you're into problem solving like that, some people get into mopeds just because of that. Like yeah. they like yeah. the problem solving and the puzzle of it. And I also feel like there's also like, there's a lot of gra instant gratification for like working on mopeds. Like, yeah, it's one thing for like people who just want to ride it. That's fine. If you just want to ride and you want to pay someone to fix it for you, more power to you. That's sick. Especially when there's towns like New York that have a moped shop. That's what they're there for. Like use, use what the resource and it's cool. You're keeping them alive and keeping them working. If you pay them to fix your bike. But for those of us that want to work on it, and fix, you know, upkeep it and keep it running. Like those little things you fix, like, oh, my bike broke. 
and I changed the spark plug and I fixed it. That's a good feeling. Like the endorphins like start flowing and you're like, Oh dude. Yeah. Like that felt good. Like it, it broke. I changed this thing and it worked again. Sick. Like every little part of a moped where that happens, where something breaks and you figure it out and you fix it and then you can ride it again. It makes you feel so much better about riding that bike. Yeah. Not to sound so ridiculous, but like I feel like moped did change my life in a way where I like. Oh Lord, don't even get me started. Don't even get me started. I'm like, I actually am the type of person who can figure shit out. Like I don't know the answer, but I can figure it out, and it made me like sort of apply that to other things in my life where I'm like, I don't need someone else to fix this. Like I can fix this random little thing, like in my house or whatever. Like I also. I like refurbished a neon sign and I was like, I'm gonna fix this. And it was yeah. sick to like plug it in and have it light up. But like for me before mopeds, like I've never worked on anything before. So yeah. I was starting from nothing, but I'm yeah. not. So it did feel good to like learn that and be like, I can do this on my own. But yeah. I'm, I, when I first got my first moped was in 2015. I didn't have anything. I had nothing. I have a full shop now and I have over 11 mopeds and I didn't ask for any of this. Okay. <laughs> this is not okay. Like, <laughs> yeah. So it's, it goes back to what you were saying. Like, I don't know. It's, the it's moped, crazy. The mopeds keep finding you. Yeah. They keep finding you. <laughs> and, and I help people work on their bikes and that makes me feel good because I give people a hard time. You come at me, you're doing your simple stuff because I don't have time for it. And if I can help them help themselves do simple stuff, like, it's, I don't know. It's all good. Except electric. I refuse. It's my, that's my line. I, can't I learned that it. the hard way too. And I can show you the way it's very simple. <laughs> yeah. You should see my wiring jobs. You just buy an HPI. And you, start you should see my wire. <laughs> you just spend a lot. Of like money. It, it took me like a year to build that yellow kook. Like it, I'd be like, okay, this is my one project for the day. But I did a lot of the work on it and like rebuilt the engine. And I do feel proud about that. Like there's not a lot of people who have ever done that. So mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. damn it, moped, they suck it. you in. They do. They, do. they do. I didn't ask for this either. I didn't, I didn't know anything about mopeds. I had a Honda Grom and now I'm vice president of a moped club with 10 mopeds, 11 mopeds. And it's not okay. <laughs> <laughs> so It's funny. It's a great hobby. Like I love it. And then, I don't know. Yeah, it's mopeds to, changed my life. Like you said, they changed my life. It's Absolutely. weird to think about like not doing mopeds. I get like not like like anything in life. You can take priority to like what is more important at the time. But I always see like mopeds as being something that I'm gonna like do for like a long time. Yeah, like, I'm about to turn 36, and I don't think I'm don't quitting anytime soon. Was that? But, like? Wouldn't it be? I don't know if you're gonna planning on having kids, but like, wouldn't it be sick to have like a kid where you're like, okay, this is like your first bike, and they're like, it'd be so cute. Yeah, yeah, I can't wait to yell at him for not holding the flashlight right. I can't wait. <laughs> yeah, listen yeah. here, you little shit stain. Yeah, I think that'd be <laughs> sick because then it's like, it also like gives me the excuse. I'm like, yes, now I have someone to bestow all these mopeds to. Like, like yeah. I, I can know where all my bikes are going one day to you, son. Yeah. Like, here, have these shitty mopeds. As yeah. an aging female, I just have to tell my kids that mom was cool once. So, <laughs> like, you can still rip. You got it. <laughs> like, imagine me. Have you seen? I am that pookad. My favorite pookad is like the grandma. Yeah. Riding. <laughs> I have like a framed. <laughs> I have a framed copy of it. It's like this old lady. I want to be her for Halloween one year, but like, uh, it's like an old <laughs> riding a pook, and I'm yeah. like. 
sick. That's me. I'm going to be just like that. You're going to have the side by side picture from like wearing the same fit, you know, the same drip from like, exactly. like this year or last year, you know, like, yeah, like that was me. Then this is me now. Same outfit, same bike. Like all the ads are so funny. They make mopeds seem like so wholesome. They're like, <laughs> get a moped. Like it's so cute. And now but it's not how people perceive mopeds at all. If you if, if you were to come up with a moped ad right now, what would it look like? Honestly, I can't top the perfect grandma riding a moped. It's my favorite ad on earth. It's so cute. But I don't know. It'd take me a second to be clever. Copywriter. Any I, ideas? Um, I don't even drink. But I think I would go with like a mountain pyramid of pbr yeah and like yeah. some naked guy like riding a moped through that stack <laughs> thanks uh and then wrecking eating shit and, and, and everyone just like, like laughing and having a great time behind him and then the tagline is just like doesn't this look fun question mark <laughs> Mopeds, or just like right that shit with your friends yeah done mm -hmm. that's it <laughs> like you're in I was there for the hood rat shit. I had my PBR. I was ready for it. That's what it's <sighs> all about. Dude. Yo, we are moped ad. Exactly. Man, it's been an hour. That's crazy. We. Has it? I feel like it's been an hour and a half, but. Yeah. It goes fast. It's okay. Goes fast. This is it's a moped milestone. It's a moped milestone for me um, being on this podcast. So thank you so much for thinking that I'm cool enough to talk to you. No, I'm definitely so cool enough dude. Yeah. The, the girl from New York with the pink bike in the drip dude, and, the, come on. and the red, the red jumpers, <laughs> the, matching, the red, yeah, the red yeah. jumpsuit, the matching. And the moped board. Yeah. There you go. Hell yeah. Oh, uh, you want to tell everyone like, uh, your Instagram account and where they can find you and stuff. So my Instagram is the Lake Monster, but I'm on private. Is that not cool? Like, should I go no, on private? Pick, pick, pick and choose who you accept to follow you. Like, if they have a moped in their profile One picture, time. it's okay. If they don't, fuck them. Right. One time, Piaggio Chow official like reposted this post to me on my Chow, and like, I'm not even joking. Like a thousand Italian people out of me, and I was like, I'm going to Italy. So yeah. okay, Aphrodite. <laughs> That's I look forward to all of your uh, friend requests, and <laughs> I hope to accept you all. Yeah, <laughs> like once it's, I feel like for mopeds is really easy. Like as soon as they add you, like it's like oh you have fifty mutual friends, and it's yeah. just like oh yeah, wait, <laughs> they're definitely for mopeds. Yeah. Now I got it. Accept. <laughs> oh, sick, dude! All right, well, thank you for hanging out with us, man. It was fun. Here's, now I'm going to hang out with you in person and go to a rally. Let's do it. Uh, we're going to we're gonna have our random weekend in uh, New Jersey or whatever. Yeah, I guess we'll, we can light a fire under UpJet's ass and see if they can plan one for this summer. Yeah. Okay. I think it's kind of hard to plan a rally, to be honest with you. It is. It's a lot of, like work. a lot of work. It's tricky. I like, it's easier. Um, shout out to Do for getting his bike back. Yeah, shout Fuck. out. I think, it's, Seriously. I think it's easier if you have so less, less people working on it. The more people you have trying to like do the same thing or like plan the rally makes it harder. The committee works sometimes, and then sometimes unless you like too many chiefs, not enough Indians. Yeah, sometimes too you just many gotta, MCs, not enough mics. Yeah, sometimes you just gotta divide it up. All right, you take care of the food, you take care of the ride. 
You make the spaghetti in a bag. You got, oh no, right? no, 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 no! Yeah, no, the, no. The, the food definitely, the food definitely needs a. Um, I went to Wawa that day. The, the food uh, definitely needs like an oversight. Like someone can yeah, plan yeah. It. a real Wait, chef. What temperature did you cook that to? Yeah, yeah, we we need oversight on the food. Uh, maybe the health maybe department. Just, maybe just buy it. You know, get it catered. Sorry, Legion, we had to. Dude, Damn. That, I was literally telling someone about that the other day. Like when I, the year after the, the year after the spaghetti incident, I showed up to the Legion rally with like little bags of spaghetti, like rolled up in my cut. And I was just like dropping bags of spaghetti around the rally like all weekend. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you, me and old girl went to that shit, that rally. We went to Wawa. We did not eat the spaghetti and people were throwing up around us. That shit was crazy. Yes. <laughs> There's just also something sad to be said about yes. going to a Philly rally shit. and eating it fucking Wawa. I, I was losing my shit. <laughs> you didn't get a cheesesteak, bro? You went to Wawa? Get out of here. I went to fucking Wawa, yes. So what? I didn't throw up. I didn't get food poisoning. I didn't go to the hospital. I didn't go to the hospital like fucking QCV. Okay. Eat during a rally. You get 10 points for me. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> All right, cool. We're going to wrap it up, dude. But thank you for hanging out with us. I really appreciate it. And. Yeah. Hopefully I'll see you in Philly or New Jersey or something. And we Definitely can... Philly. Hopefully earlier. Hell oh yeah. yeah. It's been real. Safe. Thanks. Peace, Peace guys. Later. That was so fun. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Dude, that was sick. Yeah, she's all right, man. That's she's pretty cool. tight. Cool girl yeah. doing mopeds in New York. Yeah. I and bet like... it's tough up there. New York's crazy. It's a whole different animal, man. It's a whole different... War zone, yeah. whole different war zone. The ride, the ride's hard. Um, yeah, bikes get stolen. Like, there's nowhere to put them. You got to like pay a lot of money to live there. You got to pay a lot of money for storage. Whole different all animal. Stuff. But they do have a bike shop. Yeah, like a legit moped store that yeah. builds bikes, sells parts, does all the shit, does repairs. Which is like, what about the rally? Not a lot. What about the rally in New York that was held in the yard with the ice cream trucks? Remember that? I was at could, that one. You could look across. We were walking across, and you could see the uh, the Freedom Tower and all that other stuff. That was crazy. Mm. That was a good rally. Yeah, I don't remember that one. Yeah, we were there. Yeah. Mm. Anyways, dude, it's been fun. It was a good. You have a good week in mopeds. Uh, I did. I did have a good week. I've been helping uh, uh, this new person with their uh, Temos. Jamie. Yeah, helping her with their Temos. So it's been going good. Jamie's cool. Like it, Jamie's cool. Um, I wish you would have like joined the community or the scene and over here like earlier because she's been she's had a moped. She's I know, two, I know. Yeah, she's, she's had two mopeds for probably six years. Yeah, she showed up on a moped. She rode her own shit tonight, and I was yeah. like, "Damn, what yeah, am?" She had she had a Gorelli, and she really liked it. And I was like working on her bike, and then she went to new she went to new york she drove to new york or new jersey or something by herself and bought another one yeah and came back and was like ah look i got a second gorilla and i'm like what you bought two mopeds you don't even know anything about these mopeds and you got two already and she's like and now she's got another one she got a third and i'm like dude that's sick that she's like she's into them she really likes them and yeah i'm glad that she's like actually like kind of hanging out and coming around now yeah she's into it and we're working on our temos and it's just a lot of stupid things like yeah. simple stuff like is it'll be gone before you know it. Yeah. And uh yeah, this weekend Mopez do that put the HPI on the Corrado. It's been sick. That's Dude, wild. Justin's first HPI. My first for, HPI on my first years, I've been like, yo, man, HPI's pretty yeah. sick. And you're like, man, I ain't spending that money. I ain't spending that much money on no But I know a guy, like I, I said, I, got, I know a guy, I got the deal. 
that's what it, I smuggled one in for the Loa, <laughs> and we attached it. And my wiring's crazy. I got it one shit here, one shit here. It's just all over the place. Well, that can be fixed later. At least it's running, yeah. and you get the riding and experience it. Like yeah, I wrote it. I wrote it. I've been riding it all day. I wrote it from VCU up to Northside here. I'm about to ride it back. Hell yeah! And it's been fun. It's wholly, totally different. Yeah, like I think. I think when it comes to like kidding an E50, they're like an HPI is like a really big part. It is. And it's the a, pro- I feel like the it's a really big part. The problem you, is the price. It's, it's expensive, but I feel like when it comes to gains and like feeling that like extra, like, like sometimes you buy, you have a bike or whatever, you put a pipe on it and you're like, Ooh man, that pipe, like, Whoa, yeah. I, I noticed that. No, and then you put on yeah. that kit, and you're like, oh, yo, that kit, I noticed that. But there's some parts you put on, like, sometimes you put on a carb, and you don't really notice much, but that costs you a hundred some bucks. Sometimes you, like, you know, change your gearing or something, but you don't really no, notice just, much. Yeah, I get that. But I feel like... Same thing with scooters. That's that's a big deal in a scooter game. You'll change your CDI box, you'll change your scooter belt, you'll change your roller weights, you'll do all that, and you won't really feel all that difference, but it's still making a difference. It's making a difference, yeah. but you don't notice. You're right. But I feel like when you put on the HPI... Especially, especially if we already have like the clutch upgrade, like a jammer or like the yeah. claw or something. Yeah. I'm know. having clutch issues because this is my first E50 and I don't know a whole lot. I'm still just, learning. Just tighten the shit out of it. Yeah, yeah. Dude, it's been crazy. It's been real. That HPI is is the ticket. It'll wake it up. Also, it's like I feel like I, I, I know I've talked about it before, but like our homie Nigel built a... a, a, a built an E50 like Magnum back in the day or whatever. And we had our group shop and it was like, and I remember just riding beside him down the street one day and he had like a jammer with, you know, some pretty serious springs and like a HPI and he's coming down the road beside me and we're going like 30 and like we're coasting and then he turns the throttle back on and the bike, the bike just barks and like rips again. And then like he lets all the throttle and I'm like, yo, like this thing sounds serious. Like, and I wasn't inspecting it. And, like, it was, like, that combination between, like, a really good clutch with some, like, tight springs and a slip. I think that's what's happening to me because I'm doing that. Because I'm going, man, and it's, like, and I hit and I'm out of here. Yeah, that's the combo. Like, that's, the, E50 off the line, not that fun sometimes. But you get the right setup. You get the HPI. Oh, sorry. You get the HPI. That mid-range gets crazy. Yo, one thing, like, rah, 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 like one thing that's fucked up too, and I'm not really happy about it, is that fucking derby. <laughs> Dude. So Justin uh, from the Rebel Dude. Rousers only rides Tomos. He's got no. one pook. And that pook's sick. And it's, it's sick. No, it's sick. It's, it's, it's not slow. It's, it's not it's not yeah. nothing crazy crazy yeah. but it's a decent bike it's it, it picks up it's got a it's a Corrado so it's yeah. got the Corrado bottom end it's I got have a lot kit, of respect for Pooch I didn't yeah but it, it does it you I know? rode this motherfucker's derby today yeah let him I, ride some variated I, shit I rode that shit around the block and I took off and I had a hard time holding the front down at first and I'm like okay this just got some power or whatever dude I rode that shit around the park and I'm going in a straight and it's a slight right and I'm just getting on it I'm getting on it and all of a sudden, like, I start getting closer to the curb, and I start digging and digging. I'm like, no, no, no. Like, I'm going so fast, like, just out of nowhere. But I saved it or whatever. That's sh- the Derby's crazy. I think I'm going to get one here pretty soon. Yeah, it hits. And then, yeah. but, but the funny thing is, dude, uh, all my bikes are like that. You haven't even ridden my other bikes. No. You, you haven't ridden my Hobbit. You haven't ridden my Fox. Yeah. All, all my bikes do that. That Derby is crazy. That is a game changer. Very good life, man. 
I'm I preaching the gospel over here, bro. I get you guys, you. yo, get you guys a variated bike. Yeah. Anyway, with that said, thank you guys for listening to this episode of Open Money Podcast. Uh, we're gonna get out of here, dude. Thank you, Laura, for hanging out with us and being on the podcast. Um, hit her up on Instagram, dude. Follow her. Check out her cool bike. She got cool shit. Like, hopefully, you know, if you're on the East Coast, you meet her at a rally, and she'll be the girl with the fucking jumpsuit or the fucking, you know, the Honda fucking or the legging skates. pants and the, the fucking quad, yeah, quad the full skates. fit. Yeah, and um, like I said, cool stuff coming up. Uh, check out MuppetArmy.com. Go to the website. You can see the upcoming rally calendar. You see, like, you know, the rallies are coming up. Uh, shout out Trash Pandas again. Like, hope you guys had a blast this weekend at your event. And, yeah, dude, um, if you want to support us, just share the podcast on social media. Fuck your episode. car, ride a moped. You know, go to mopedmoney.com. That's it, man. Fuck your car, ride a moped. Rebel, rebel. Black, black, black. So, um, what are your favorite moped sounds? Fuck your car. Ride a moped. I don't know, like touching flowers, was it moving? Like, no, nah, it feels pretty locked up. Sounds like a fuck, dude. Oh boy! The womp womp womp, you fucking blue!